up? What's up, Breach? Hi. Hey. It's Baywatch. It is. <laughs> we wanted to start it differently than saying welcome back to Baywatch, but what does one say? It's a work in progress. Yeah. But it's Baywatch, and I'm here with Will. I'm here with Dina. You already know the drill. Hello, hello. And so just going forward, as we've discussed, Dina has now finished the first book. And so, you know, we're, we're not really going to outright spoil anything, but we might sort of spoil or like foreshadow things that happen in the first book only. So just bear that in mind. You know what? At this point, if you've been reading along, why don't you just treat yourself to an afternoon? Just finish this bad boy off and then come back. Yeah. Take matters into your own hands. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So just keep, proceed with that in mind. If you haven't finished the book yet, I will say you definitely reach a point where you no longer eat, sleep, or breathe, and you just have to finish it. Right. Yeah. And we're we're getting to that point pretty soon. Yeah. Listen, I'm not even going to delay. I need Dina to just get us going. Get us going. Tell us. What are we talking about? Let's get into it. First of all, I'm really into this Canadian accent you're doing today. Oh, let's yeah. Just, let's just keep it going. It's in honor of the f- the wildfire smoke that is choking our lungs. <laughs> wow, yeah, shout out. Shout out to the smoke. Okay, when we left you all, Bryce and Hunt had had their cute little shower moment. Mm-hmm. Let's just get to the scene. Yes. That I love. Let's get right there. Bryce is in the kitchen, and she's making coffee, and she whirls around and sees that Hunt has woken up and is in mm-hmm. the kitchen, too. And it says that his gaze brushed over every part of her like a physical touch. Wow. <sighs> because let us remember, people, she's still wearing his T-shirt. His oversized oh, that's T-shirt. Right. His I oversized don't know if we, did we cover that? I don't know if we covered that. Yeah, with the I weird think we slats did. on it. Yeah, with the slats. Oh, but she's wearing nothing else. Not. Right. She wears no not. underwear. No. She wears critically. not but. Much healthier choice. She heard our <laughs> yeah. feedback and she incorporated it. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I also want to note, I believe that it is described that his t-shirt was so big on her that it like hit her knees or something. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what is this size? Is he like, like, he's not like nine feet tall. Okay. And she's supposed to be tall. Right. So I'm like, okay, like a little artistic license here, I think. Fine. I guess out of all the things we're suspending disbelief on, Mm -hmm. she realizes she's not wearing any underwear and she wonders if he knows it too. And then she sees him look at her legs and that his eyes go a shade darker. Wow. (laughs) Is that a thing that happens like IRL? No. I don't know. This whole scene, it just keeps happening. So I'm like, how dark are his, yeah. are his eyes by the end of it? Because it's like, yeah, they yeah they're like darker. already like and almost black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't think that happens to humans. Okay. Bummer. I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Hunt starts cooking in the kitchen, which is, again, where men belong and what they should be doing. Exactly. And they have a little awkward recognition of the night before where he says, Thanks. Sorry, I'm going to try to do my Rachel Hunt voice. Thanks. <laughs> For what you did. Know. No, I, I think you do it better. Okay, and then he turns to the stove and, like, closes the space between him. And it says his mouth brushed over her cheek, brief and light and sweet. Mm-hmm. But he, like, gives her a little kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a peck. I don't know. Is this awkward? Is this cute? Um, of course I... it's cute. Okay. Oh, okay. The, you disagree? Well, speak your truth. <laughs> I thought it was maybe a little awkward. 
<laughs> Why? Um, I don't know. It's just like like they haven't. It's it seems weird to do that if you haven't actually kissed yet. No, he's giving her a wee kiss on the cheek. It's like a precursor. No, I had the, I had a similar thought. Well, I was like, is it weird? He's not just gonna French her. He's giving her a thank you kiss. But shouldn't the first kiss be like a violent makeout? Right. Yeah. No, because they're edging. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're kiss Fine. edging. We accept it. Also, by the way, it works for Bryce. Because oh yeah. You're just you're anti French kissing. Are you? Rage. I am. We we were discussing this offline. We were discussing her weaknesses earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Merging onto highways. French kissing? It's they're not my weaknesses. They're things that I feel like I don't know how to do, and at this point, it's too late to ask. <laughs> So merging onto a highway and French kissing. It actually will straighten out the merging thing to me. That leaves French kissing. It's not my favorite. And I also don't know how I do it right, but it's not my favorite. And I think we're just going to have to leave it at that because I'm not sure anybody wants to hear more about it. But I just wanted to. It felt like you had sort of uh, like an unsurfaced bias that might be. That's true. Kind of weighing in on your pro cheek pecking. And so. Well, yeah. Point. And at some point, we're going to have to talk about Sarah J. Mass's clear love of French kissing and a certain mm. type. But we don't have an opportunity to do that yet. But when we do, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Wow. Can't wait. But no, he kisses her on the cheek. That's cute. And you know, when you're waiting for like a bigger kiss, it's like he kisses it you on the cheek and you're like, yeah, oh she God. probably got like, no, ah. no. like that little heart, that little heart shot. No, you guys, he leaned in. it is literally worse than that because she's feeling the urge to grab him and, you know, classic taste every part of him kind of thing. Yeah. And then she sees him go preternaturally still and like as the they want to do. As all, yeah, as all our immortal <laughs> men are want to do. Mm-hmm. This is literally like my favorite part of the book. And she's like, oh my God, fuck. He could smell that kind of thing, can't he? <laughs> yep. There, go- there it goes. The arousal scent. <laughs> I love that it's like, most veneer males could the shifts in a person's scent fear and arousal being the two big ones it's like well yeah that's mm-hmm. that's right fair. which to, re- to return to our gun range conversation um what were the the fey frat boys thinking right oh my god <laughs> as i think we discussed but it's like you must just get used to having to ignore that yeah yeah you probably just are scenting it like all day long walking through the streets Ugh. you know yeah it's a lot Ugh. He turns to her voice like gravel and says, what are you thinking about without Mm -hmm. turning from the stove? So he's just staring ahead, not moving. And this bitch is like, there's a sample sale at one of the designer stores. (laughs) Love. (laughs) She's like so annoying in the best way. Like, I just love her so much. I think that's like, how did she even think to say that? Yeah. Perfect. So he's staring at her. He's going even more still. His eyes are darkening and they're having this little banter. Mm-hmm. He's purring at her. Yeah. At some point, he goes, is that what you think about when you open up that left nightstand? Ooh. Clothing sales? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she's completely out of it. And she's, she's like, so- all those clothes all over my body like what like, yeah. she has no, no idea what she's saying mouth. at this point like it's just like words 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 because yeah so he's like maybe you should buy some new underwear seems like you're out yeah. then she proceeds to like fully fantasize about him while looking at him just taking her on the counter just taking yeah. her on the counter taking is the right yes mm-hmm. yes and he seemed to be shaking and is just like looking at her 
mm-hmm. and is basically like waiting for her to give the word so that he could like do all that and more do all of the things that are going through her head right now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then a bunch of freaking cock blocks, scrambled eggs ruin everything. Uh, <laughs> of course. By burning and smoking up the place because Hunt was not paying attention to them. Of course. <laughs> Turns out we've all been edged because then she just runs away and showers and gets ready for work. We have all mm-hmm. been edged. Yeah, this book is edging, isn't it? Yeah. It's one long edge. And then, unfortunately, we take a hard left turn mm-hmm. from the hot to the creepy because Bryce goes to work. There's some delivery at the back. And apparently oh, no. it's a new pet for Jessiba. And it's a, a knock in a giant tank. Basically, a knock is an eight foot long kind of creepier merman where there's like scaly hands, a mm-hmm. lipless mouth, needle thin teeth, which is always the creepiest whenever there's needle thin teeth. That's always so creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A tail that's almost translucent. Super, super gross, large creature that now is going to be living in the library. Yeah. Which I'm not going to lie, really confused me because in my head this whole time, the library has been like kind of small. Mm. And then no. they're like, no, this tank no, takes up big. an entire wall and it's 100,000 yeah. gallons of water. And so then I was Googling... 100,000 gallon of water tank, which is like... <laughs> it's like massive. Have you guys been like to the New England building. Aquarium? No, um, I don't like aquariums. Once for like a prom, not not prom, but what was those, what were those things called? The Boston Aquarium. We had a formal there, so I was too drunk though. Oh. I don't remember anything. Okay, well, it has a really large tank in the middle and that's what I picture. Oh! Yeah, I oh, mean, that's, that's probably bigger, yeah. but that's what I picture. No, I think that actually might be right, judging from all the pictures of water tanks that I was Google image searching. Mm-hmm. And your deep research. The knock is scary, but I'm also sort of like justice for the knock because it seems like it's like a sentient being yeah. that's been enslaved and is now kept in this aquarium. Yeah, it's also, it has a tattoo. Yeah, it has a tattoo, but the whole time the vibes are like, oh my god, it's like evil, it's scary, it's whatever. I'm like, it's just itself, and it's been put in a bad place. Wow, thank you for that perspective. Yeah, but poor Lily is totally freaked out, and she has to live. She has to live in that room, so she can't leave. And the thing is freaking her out, and she's upset. And she has to. No, I yeah. know she has to sleep in that room too. Yeah, that is scary. I would not do well sleeping, but like I do feel bad for the knock. Yeah, you've made your opinion known. We appreciate that nuance. Yeah. Mm. Okay, we do get a little bit of cuteness in the library because Hunt is just staring at Bryce and being obsessed with her all day Mm -hmm. because she's wearing this pink dress. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Which, two things. Number one, Barbie core, very in the summer. Okay, yeah, that's in. That's in. True. Two, very Elle Woods core, which is extremely Bryce, you know, Bryce is very Elle Woods coded as it is. Wow, that's so true. And she's wearing pearls on her ears and her hair is swept back on either side with matching pearl combs i don't know how i feel like that's weird right oh i kind of the combs could be cute they could be and i think we have to assume that they are in a pink dress with like it's it's still it's a lot it's It's a lot lot. she's in her barbie outfit yeah with a capital o yeah it's an ensemble no i think if you look at the pictures from the Barbie press tour. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. That's it. Because I'm picturing okay. like a hot pink, like Barbie pink. Yeah, I think it has like to. Like if it was pale pink, I'm not down. Well, it's a rose pink. It's <gasps> oh, a rose no. pink. It's a rose pink. Oh, I'm brushing up. No, 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 no
I feel like that color just washes people out. Not not our Bryce. No, not, not definitely our not our Bryce. Bryce cannot be washed out. Her golden hue of skin or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god, wait. Also, we get the cheesiest line of all time in this scene because Bryce was getting a book in the library and Hunt is just staring at her. <laughs> I can't even read this. It's so funny. And it was like the color pink was the fucking horn and he was the Crystallis demon. Ah! <laughs> Like Love true it. LMAO. <laughs> he's horny McCornerton. Like he's he is. can't. And he's he's been taking matters into his own hands and he's still he's still there. Yeah. Okay, so fine. Let's add like a little baby bit of plot. When they leave the gallery, Bryce is on the phone with her parents, and somehow she and Hunt get roped into like a little family FaceTime call, mm-hmm. which we'll get to in a moment. But first, they have to go on a little post work errand to meet Victoria the Hot Wraith, who was checking on Danica's clothes with, I don't know. Somebody told them something to check on it's the like, clothes. Yeah, another test. Yeah, like they blah, had to blah, run blah. all the other tests. More tests. More tests. Yes. More tests. Yeah. And turns out she found traces of synth, that drug, on mm. Danica's clothes, which is really confusing. Yeah. Hunt is being super weird. Bryce calls Rune because if synth is what could heal the horn, and it seems to be the same thing as the drug, mm. she's just trying to put the pieces together. Rune says, according to the research, this, like, anonymous medwitch, who's definitely not the fucking queen, said— like, obsidian salt is apparently one of the ingredients. Somebody could have accidentally summoned the Crystallos with the synth because there's salt in it. But it's still unclear what the fuck is happening. It's really hard for me to keep all the different things in my head. Yeah. It's like, there's the there's the horn, and then there's the demon, and there are people dying in different ways, and now there's the synth, and it's And there's lot. just, like, multiple mysteries, and I'm like, wait, is this for this mystery, <sighs> yeah, or this for this mystery, right. and how are they related? But, but also, then they're sort of the same, yeah. but they're not the same. But, like, they're in the same place, so maybe we should stop judging them for not having solved it yet because i certainly would not have so bryce wants to go to the meat market and ask around because obviously like that's where you go to ask around about drugs right but hunt stops her because they have their little family facetime date Mm -hmm. but also he clearly has an agenda which i did not realize until the reread at all (laughs) he like does not want to go want her to go like ask about the synth and so he, like, gives her this sob story about how his parents died and, like, guilts her into talking to her parents because they're still alive. But for some reason, even though they're doing a literal Zoom call, they need to spend hours cleaning the entire apartment, yeah. including, like, mm-hmm. the toilet in Hunt's bathroom. Mm-hmm. But they have spells. They get, but Ember, oh, no, they don't, Ember they don't Quinlan. They don't because Ember, Ember will know. Can't fool Ember. I was like, I would spend so much money on InstaClean spells. How nice would that be? Yeah, I would never fall for that, oh, I could tell. Yeah, like... No way you can tell. I'm not yeah, doing that. No. They start the call, and I just want to say first, like, we meet Ember, and she's really hot. hot. Mom. She's such a hot She's mom. hot. She's in her mid-40s. She's yeah, hot. and like hot this Also, is, yeah, yeah, also hilarious, like, to remember that Hunt is, like, 160-plus years older than Bryce's right. mom. <laughs> I hadn't thought of oh that. Oh, my God. I didn't even think <laughs> yeah. about that. Isn't that weird? Oh, my God. That's so so yeah. funny now that i'm we don't think about it don't think about it too much okay let's erase yeah. that from our memory and keep going but anyway i was gonna say like this is again for sjm like true representation true progressivism major studio networks could never why 
give us a hot mid forties person. I mean, right? like you know, we're like what? we're like two years away from being in our mid forties. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's why it's so important because that's going to be us in one and a half minutes. I don't know. I guess so. This kind of brings me back to the larger point of SJM, which again, we're not going to quibble with the fact that literally everybody's hot, but like also maybe we should get representation of a not hot person but But okay we'll put that aside (laughs) but not Not the the mom mom. the mom like hot ember still got it in her 40s if you can believe it (laughs) (laughs) rachel we'll still have it in our 40s i doubt it i mean i believe it for you but not for me you're gonna be so hot in your 40s dina thank you so much i appreciate that and there won't be an inch of skin without tattoos on your body (laughs) no literally well uh, wait sorry you didn't I'm so sorry. Neither of you. I just said I was not going to be hot in my 40s, and neither of you jumped in to correct me. (laughs) It was implied. It was was implied. Of course, you're going to be so hot. You're going to be hotter in your 40s. Rachel, you will maintain all of your hotty, hot, hotness throughout your life. We feel very confident. You guys just got a window into my relationship where I always try to trap Mark into like saying something. (laughs) Yeah, we were just like, we were just emotionally trapped. I'm very manipulative. Anyways, honestly, very hot like of you. Ember, much like, like Ember. Ember, manipulative queen. There are some like really kind of like almost healthy family dynamics here wow. that I'm not into. Yeah. You know, but I do have to admit, I really love Bryce's dad. <laughs> yeah, Randy. He has this like yeah, Randy. Randall. He has this like long black braided hair, like streaked with silver. Dark, friendly eyes. He's sipping from a coffee mug that reads, insert cliche dad joke here. Yeah, he's just dad. He's dad core. He is, like, true dad core. Yeah, he's like, he's uh, like I can't use the fancy coffee machine you bought yeah. me. Like, you know, yeah. I, I got a hand <laughs> I'm a I just, yeah. I'm a true man. I don't know. <laughs> Why? When you guys said that, I'm like, oh, this whole time I pictured him in a flannel shirt. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. He's like an 100%. aged Luke. For sure, in a flannel Luke shirt. From the Gilmore Girls. <gasps> yes. Wow, that's so true. What a good point. Okay, so her parents do kind of freak out rightly when Hunt introduces himself because they know who he is. I will say. Ember seems to be a little bit more preoccupied with watching Bryce eat these croissants that she has, which was, like, kind of giving me, like, she needs her mom to know she's eating again vibes, uh, which, like, made me really Yeah, sad. this sort of, like, performative. I eat tons of chocolate croissants. I definitely yeah. don't have, like, maybe some eating issues. Right. Mm. And I definitely don't, like, forget to eat every time I'm sad, which, like, clearly her it's mom always, knows. Yeah. Mom's just, like, staring Look, at I'm her. fine. Uh, Look at me uh, shovel uh, these croissants in my mouth. Yeah. And her mom clearly sees yeah. right through it. But Hunt and Randall bond over some... Like, war stuff. Battlefield trauma. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you were in Nam <laughs> as well. I don't know why. It's, it's like it's a like... British, like, weird... I don't know what that impression was. Do you remember the war crimes, like, you committed and I watched you commit? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, but anyways. <laughs> Do you remember Nam? Yeah, they're like, oh, you were out in Nam? What, what battalion were you with? <laughs> kind of vibe sorry if that's is that offensive i'm like literally sobbing laughing at you right now Rachel. Oh, sorry <laughs> the bed is too powerful i know the bed i'm really <laughs> listeners will recall through the magic of like recording that last episode i was in dc and this episode i'm also in dc it's we it's happening um still 
here I am. I think it's perfect. Uh, Watch. if you don't mind me saying, Watch is really storming the Capitol this week. <laughs> Much like the Patriots on January 6th. Right. Yeah. Listen, sometimes you need to take things into your own hands. Also... You know? Take matters into your own hands, also, yeah. Guess, we'll cut this out, but my... Uh, Thing is making like a perfect like handlebar sometimes i listen to these episodes and i'm like why am i laughing so much it doesn't make any sense but like to be clear this is very funny wow <laughs> it's perfect for my nam impression <laughs> this bed really has done a number on me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyways um, i'm trying to reel it in where what were we talking about? they're bonding over war stuff they're, is it, oh yeah. yeah you're with the sharpshooting 49th battalion i remember i remember what y'all did out there that was wow we lost some good band there i, I feel bad i feel like we're probably really alienating all of our sort of <laughs> the like the like vietnam vets yeah, all the vietnam vets no, we're laughing with. We're laughing, we're laughing with, with. We you. Promise. We get it. We get we it. Get it. <laughs> we promise. Anyways. Guys, can I actually, I know that we're supposed to be like moving things along, but I need to speak about you something. You want to linger? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> speak, speak on it. Especially now. Digress Especially away. now that like I'm currently in the nation's capital. I want to confess <laughs> something that's really embarrassing for me, which is like, okay. as we all know, I'm a lawyer. Yeah. And I'm recovering from being in a sort of like a diseased law school environment. And Mm, yes, sometimes in the deepest, darkest part of my heart and my head, I think about what if I ever had a confirmation hearing and what like I can't I can't. Will's bugging his eyes out at me. I only mean to be like a district court judge. okay? which (laughs) is never going to happen anyways. But what if I what if that happened and what if I wanted to be a district court judge and what if at my confirmation You gotta make it interesting. What are you gonna have it be one little news story on the third page? No, give them weeks of content, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess maybe if you really flood the zone with so many podcast episodes. Right. Yeah. 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 It just what if I'm at my confirmation hearing one day and they play me doing a Vietnam vet thing? <laughs> to say nothing of all the other things I've already said on this podcast. Now I hope they play you doing a hunt voice talking about him taking matters wow, into his yeah. own. That's what I hope so, they play. That's what I will leak them. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you guys have like so much compromising, like compromat on me. So that's, <laughs> we don't even need Project Veritas. I know to, I'm like, doing it to myself. <laughs> yeah, you're Veritasing yourself. Anyways, that's something that I think, and then I catch myself at thinking that and I'm like, "What are you talking about? You don't psychotic. Shut up, Will. I, I don't want that to. Be you, you'd be a great judge. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Thank you, and I agree. It's not gonna happen, especially not now. So, anyways, let's continue. We're having a family Skype call. Why am I still calling it a Skype call? It's not 2000 seven but whatever but it kind of is in this book it that's true is 2007 that's true actually i hope it is skype that was fun that was a fun time for all of us anyway now that we've spent 10 minutes cry laughing and i have literal tears uh dripping down <laughs> my face they are doing some more bonding ember lol asks about jj and hunt is like who does she mean and then realizes she means jelly mm-hmm. jubilee and so they have a cute little moment fine fine mm-hmm. fine then hunt asks about her leg Oh, yeah. And he blows her up limping, her spot. blows up her spot, which I would have done in his shoes, to be honest. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's got to bring in the big friend. guns. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. So he blows up her spot. They get off the call. Obviously, we get a classic mother-daughter sidebar here where Ember immediately FaceTimes her solo actor. Oh, yeah. And she's like, what the fuck's actually going on? Be careful. I'm making a medwitch appointment. I'm really worried about you being with an older veneer male, which makes Fair. sense. And then she just fucking goes straight for the heart and is like, if your leg is hurting you, you don't need to suffer just because Danica yeah. died. But like... She's right. Yeah. Right. No, she's she's super right, but she just says the direct thing to Bryce, yeah. which like you rarely get in these books, but Yeah. Yeah. A mom would do. So fine. We move on from our little sitcom. Ugh, and one last just one last did you pick up that Ember is wearing the tattoo we're gonna get? She's wearing oh, a the, embrace. Of the embrace. Yeah. Okay, so I did get that because it made way more sense after the next oh. scene. Nope. Mm-hmm. Because Bryce tells Hunt the story of her parents meeting, which also happens to be the story of her mom escaping the Autumn King without telling him that piece. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, she tells oh, him her mom had escaped from the family when she realized she was pregnant and she was wi- in this, like, temple of Cathona. Yeah. And hiding from him, but then like his, he found out that she had a kid, and his goons kind of went after. It was them. very much Sound of Music at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and so they go to the Temple of Solace, mm-hmm. where they they were going to meet this like guard who could take them to a place where they would be safe. Mm-hmm. And Randall had gotten back from the war and was like maybe going to become a priest for Solace, and so he was part of the guard who took them at some point on the journey they get ambushed by the autumn king's kind of lackeys yeah, his henchmen his henchmen henchfe. yes his henchfei and so they basically killed them and then her parents fell in love cute and lived happily ever after and okay so here's the thing the reason why the autumn king hasn't just gone and killed them is because they essentially became deemed religious vessels for Cathona and mm-hmm. Solace. And so now they're protected under whatever yeah. laws the Fae can't get around. And so her little necklace of the Cathona Solace thing. Yeah, I didn't, I actually, actually makes that sense. really makes sense. I didn't, I didn't together, think about that, but yes. I thought it was just, she kind of loves a motorboat situation. Yeah. <laughs> well, I Multiple hope it's also meanings, that. for sure. Love that. Yeah, I hope it's layered. Their, their life sounds so idyllic randall and ember's life randall runs a non-profit for vet wounded warriors and then (laughs) her mom runs a roadside stand selling pottery of fat babies lolling in various beds of vegetables (laughs) i just feel like they're living the upstate new york dream that's ann gettys and geds or whatever what Oh, the those cupid you know, things? No, you know Ann Gettys? It's like all the babies that are dressed up as wee snails or whatever. Or they're like in flowers. You guys know no, it. I was going to I was gonna ask, what isn't there like a patchwork something? Like patchwork Cabbage kids, patch, patch kids? Cabbage patch kids. I think it's more of an Ann Gettys. So our listeners will know. Okay. Okay. But it could be both. But yeah, no, I think that's right. And Bryce is very much like, yeah, and then they fell in love and like kind of lived happily ever after, which is cute. Mm. And so they just sell their pottery and do their nonprofits and make that's each other literally coffee. all I want. Also, Randall makes chocolate croissants which is hard to do yeah that's all i want yeah. for my that's life really to be hard. honest i don't want to be these fae that are always in sort of life or death sitch i want to be randall yeah. and Ember. well and it seems like technically whatever they're disenfranchised but it doesn't it seems okay yeah it seems fine so bryce and hunt 
bond over the story for parents. And then he really cutely kind of asks to be her friend and like confirms that they're friends. And he's kind of hands her a note and is like, check yes or no. Yeah. You know? Like not literally, but yeah. It's cute. Not literally, but that's kind of the vibe I was getting. And he's just waiting for her to confirm that they're friends. And she's like, oh, hi. We were friends ever since you thought Jelly Jubilee was a dildo. Yeah. See, Dina has it, SJM. I know Hunt was such a dingus, McDingus at the beginning of the book, but at this point, you're like, oh my God, he's like the sweetest. I know, but then he's going to be a dingus oh, right. again, but then he's going to be the sweetest right. again. It's very rough. I feel very, <laughs> like, you know, ugh, men. Men, I'm telling you. Okay, so the next day, Ember made Bryce a medwitch appointment for her leg, which she ignores because she and Hunt have to go to the meat market to ask about synth. They have this, like, really interesting conversation, actually, where she's still mad at him for shoving his nose into her business, re her leg, and the medwitch appointment. And she goes back to calling him an alpha hole. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, but, like, we were cuddling. Like, I thought I would at least be able to voice my opinions without getting my head bitten off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're... Which I'm kind of there. Yeah, no, they're on this journey. He's like, just because I'm male and have an opinion doesn't make me into some psychotic, domineering prick. In Bryce's defense, it is a thin line. But I think he's on the right side of it today. No, we have to sort of begrudgingly admit that straight men are permitted opinions. Yeah, like, if they earn it. specific contexts. Right. Like, perhaps a quota. You know what I mean? Certainly there's a quota on a daily basis. So they're at the meat market. They are going to ask people about the synth and they think they're being sneaky, but they're really not being sneaky. I love this. It's yeah. so silly. I just love because I feel like Bryce is always cool, girly, and she just gets put in her place by like a Gen, Gen Z, Z stall yeah. attendant. Yeah. No, this is the most Gen Z millennial. But I'm like, this is Bryce is a true millennial because she got owned by a 16-year-old. So basically, she goes to ask this 16-year-old shifter who's sitting at one of the stalls about the drugs. And she's like trying to be like, oh, I'm cool. Like, this is so random. Do you know where anything, I can get anything fun around here? And the shifter's just like, all right, let's hear it. That fake-ass act you gave everyone else here. (laughs) We're all in a group chat. (laughs) Getting owned by a group I love chat. Right, and Bryce is at a Bryce. loss for words. Yeah. Honestly, this is yeah. like when Serena negged us via Alicia. I know. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a thorough negging and you're just, you can't even dispute it. You're like, No, you got to just accept it. You just it. have to eat it. You eat it. You take your lumps. Yeah. So Bryce kind of does that, but then she's like, okay, but literally, do you know anything? And the shifter is like, no, the Vipe, which by the way, sick nickname, mm-hmm. the Vipe. The Vipe wouldn't let that shit in here. But apparently the Vibe, maybe on this group chat, LOL, says that Bryce and Hunt should go to the river. Hmm. Bryce immediately is like, oh, my God, are the mer people actually drug dealers? And stomps over to yeah, Hunt and sort of to ask one. him about it. Yeah. <laughs> she's for sure on one. Uh, not actually drugs, because it seems like they completely failed at finding it yeah. at the meat market. Yeah. But, you know. Anyway, when Bryce goes to ask Therian, he tells her that apparently somebody actually saw Danica doing a deal to buy synth the night before she died not in the river but on the river on a boat Mm -hmm. or something bryce says that maybe she was confiscating it 
So we get some more information about the synth, which is that, sure, it has this healing stuff, but apparently when you take it as a drug, it gives humans veneer powers, but only for an hour or so, and it has some pretty bad effects. Mm -hmm. Bryce calls up a couple people for information. Number one, Hot Fury. Who answers. Who actually answers for once. And apparently Fury did know about the synth, but Danica didn't want to say anything to Bryce about it because they knew that it gave people powers who didn't have powers and they didn't want Bryce to take it. Yeah, they're like, one, you'd take all the drugs. Two, yeah. like, we knew that you're insecure about not being yeah. a little veneer. Yeah, which is really sad. She must feel very left out, but also, I mean, not the worst idea for them not to tell her about it. Mm-hmm. And then she also calls Rune to talk about it a little more and get some answers. And what Rune tells her is that the Medwitch is concerned about the synth and all of that effects it has. And so she's trying to make an antidote. Apparently, she thinks the venom from the Crystallos can help create this antidote. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Because it nullifies magic. Some such The scientific theory is a little bit lost on me. Sure, yeah. We all know that my brain checks out. It's like, but yeah. Anyway, antidote important for the plot. Yes, So we're seeking an antidote. Apparently, Redner Industries, remember that creepy boy from the very beginning, that creepy human who Bryce was dating who sucked? Yeah. Yeah. His daddy and that whole business, they were the ones who created it or something. Mm -hmm. And so Bryce wants to hack into Danica's Redner account to try to get information on it. Yes. So she spends hours just guessing her password instead of texting Declan, which I was very confused Mm. about, but fine. Yeah. Sure. Fine, fine, fine. Okay, lots of plot here, but we're getting through it together. And don't worry, we do have a slight intermission because it wouldn't be a Feywatch episode without talking about menstruation. Thank God. God. Listen, it's like not our fault. SJM is just committed to keeping people aware of folks' cycles. Mm -hmm. Essentially, the next morning, Bryce wakes up and is on her cycle. and She walks out of her bedroom and goes to meet Hunt in the kitchen. And he has a momentary freak out because he's like, oh, my God, you're bleeding. Mm. And then she just tells him that it's her cycle and he's just like oh do you need anything wow well and it only comes once every three months nice yeah seasonal but it's also like worse i guess yeah right yeah it Mm. also seems worse trade-off but again he crosses the very very low bar of asking her if he needs anything and then moving the fuck on yeah they're talking about what they're gonna do that day and hunt is like we should focus on finding the horn but bryce is a little bit out of it and she can't do anything today and is just pushing people away and just needs to be on her own and we later find out that it's because today is danica's birthday Mm. so she just kind of wants to be grumpy and alone after work she goes to the bakery for more chocolate croissants Mm. which by the way thank god i've also eaten 10 chocolate croissants over the last two weeks. Otherwise, I would need to go out Get and one. buy some immediately mm-hmm. because they're just really top of mind for us. This Listen, Dina, we get it. You don't need to remind us once again. We get it. You went to Europe. We get it. <laughs> Did you go to France? Were they just different? Were they just better than the ones you can get here? Yeah. Okay. Well, congrats. Maybe Randall will make mm. us some. So Bryce buys the croissant and goes to sit by the river facing the death area mm-hmm. bone quarter. Yeah. So that she could, I guess, be close to Danica's spirit. Oh, you said bone quarter. I thought you said moan quarter. <laughs> no. Well, maybe for some people. Um, <laughs> maybe some like, hot ghosts or whatever. Yeah. I mean, listen, every other species is hot. So why would yeah. it be? Yeah. 
So Hun follows her, and they have this cute moment where they talk about grief and how they're each other's mirrors, at which point the that old Justin Timberlake song immediately came, like, blasting wow. in my head. Was that just me? Anybody no, else? It's just you, but okay, now that you cool. said it, well, I get it. She opens the box to go eat the croissants, but then closes it. And Hunt is like, why are you doing that? And then realizes that somebody must have, I don't really understand this, must have spelled the croissants to say trash, like with like a magic spell yeah, or something, made it say like trash. Like they had to like follow, let's unravel the logistics here. They right. like knew that Bryce was going to like they order those ahead of time. Yeah. And they, call, right. they called in a favor at the bakery. <laughs> right. <laughs> their, plant, their plant at the bakery who they had working there for a year undercover. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like there's chocolate drizzle and it says trash. It spells out right, trash wow. on top of mm-hmm. the croissants. Right. Which is what Amelie kept calling mm-hmm. rice. So uh, Hunt knew who did that and they both kind of knew what happened. And Hunt essentially runs off to go beat the shit out Flies of her. Lies off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lies off. And listen, I don't want this to be hot, but it was kind of hot. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, she's you know, being a like, bully. She's being a bully. Amelie. Right. She is being a bully. And I know we're not supposed to be like, oh, protective, alcohol, male, blah. And I'm like, no. It was kind of nice of him to burst into the bar and, you know, shove her up against Choke the wall and like, use his lightning <laughs> yeah. to like, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, start that part, frying her from the inside yeah, that out. Got you know? little, it got a little much, but... It was a little bit much. Laying her from the inside out is the quote from the book. And I was like, ugh. Right. So he essentially tells her to stay the fuck away. Notable that Ethan is there and does not seem to know what Mm -hmm. is going on. Get it together, Ethan. Yep. Everybody prepare yourselves emotionally for some dark shit next week. But it's we're we're going to make it really fun and flirty, though, nonetheless. So don't worry. It's going to be filled with lols. No, per usual, we will skew the ratio. Right. To the proper balance. Right. Right. But in the meantime, give us a shout. Say hi. You know the deal. Yeah. And thank you for all your kind ratings and sayings. And we really appreciate it. Oh, my God. We screenshot every single one and then get really excited about it. So thank you for making our days. Like feed more to us for sure. Forsooth, feed more. But yeah, thank you. Thanks, pal. See you you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.